Hi, my name is Dawn Smith-Theodore. I'm a marriage and family therapist who specializes in the treatment of eating disorders. I'm a former professional dancer, also a former dance studio owner in Los Angeles. I am recovered from anorexia, and I'm also the author of a book called Too Too Thin, A Guide to Dancing Without an Eating Disorder. The Too Too Thin podcast will explore the complex relationship between dancers, athletes, their body image, and the prevention of eating disorders. As always, you can reach me through my website at dawntheodore.com. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Too Too Thin podcast. My name is Dawn Smith Theodore, and today we're going to be talking about exercise addiction. Too much of a good thing. I like to talk about it as fitness or fanatic. I co-authored a chapter in a book called Fitter Fanatic with Carolyn Costin in her book in 2013 called Your Dieting Daughter. And in that, we talk about where fitness becomes a problem. So today we're going to talk about it in relationship to dancers and athletes. There are many positive benefits from exercise, such as strengthening muscles, lowering blood pressure, stimulating bone growth, raising metabolism, and enhancing circulation, to name just a few. So why would it ever be a problem, especially with a dancer or an athlete? As a dancer, you're in class, rehearsal, or performance. You're always using your body throughout the day. And as an athlete, you have practices, and then you have meets, and so you're always working out. But the person who takes the fitness to an extreme is someone who has to do exercise in addition to classes, meets, performances, rehearsals, or any type of athletic activity. So this person has worked out all day, and then they may go to the gym, or they may take a run, or they may do some other form of activity, and they don't feel okay unless they do. Many schools have eliminated physical fitness programs, and with new technology such as video games, iPads, TVs, computer, and smartphones, children are less active and involved. We've fallen short in promoting fitness in a healthy manner instead of promoting it to lose weight and focus on appearance. Most people share their primary motivator for exercise is for weight control instead of health. The addiction model defines excessive exercise as behavioral process that can provide either pleasure or relief from internal discomfort and characterized by repeated failure to control the behavior and maintenance of the behavior in spite of negative consequences. So the dancer or athlete who's exercising after their classes or their performance or their meets is also doing this for another reason. It may be to lose more weight. It may be to make them feel better, to release emotions. There are many reasons why somebody will begin to use additional exercise. So I ask you, what is exercise addiction? Exercise addiction is a person who needs more and more of the exercise to feel okay. The person feels miserable if they not, do not participate in exercise. The person does not really choose to exercise, but is obligated to exercise. So in the case of a dancer or athlete, 
they are obligated to do some form of exercise after they completed their daily activity of some type of sport or dance. The person has withdrawals if he or she does not exercise. 75% of women use exercise as a form of purging behavior in those with a diagnosis of anorexia nervosa or bulimia nervosa. Excessive and purposeless activity that hinders versus enhances health. The person who has exercise addiction might run several miles per day, even on a stress fracture. They'll be lifting weights and taking steroids. They can't take a day off, exercise even in bad weather or when they're sick. The person with exercise addiction will maintain a high level of activity and is very uncomfortable with any state of relaxation. The person depends on the activity for self-definition and mood stabilization. There is an intense driven quality to the activity that becomes self-perpetuating and resistant to change, compelling the person to continue while feeling the lack of ability to control or stop any type of the behavior. Some of the signs and symptoms that often accompany exercise addiction is there's an obsessive concern about being fat. There's also definitely a body dissatisfaction, and they're reducing caloric intake beyond the caloric output. There may be exercising in secret, lying about the exercise, and problems with intimacy. As a dancer or an athlete, there may be a belief that there's improved athletic performance or improved aesthetics if they are exercising more, but they're not consuming enough calories for output. And so the belief is that it is never enough. Increased activity will improve their athletic performance and the need to go above what is required by the coach or the teacher. Some of the physical symptoms of exercise addiction can be fatigue, reduction in performance, decreased concentration, loss of emotional vigor, increased compulsivity, soreness and or stiffness, decreased heart rate response to exercise, decreased anabolic or testosterone response, increased catabolic or the cortisol response, which would include muscle wasting, decreased blood lactate, and adrenal exhaustion. Some guidelines for a teacher or coach who is concerned about an athlete or dancer's excessive exercise is don't make comments about food or body. Do not talk about good and bad foods. Do not allow the student or the dancer to participate in a sport or in dance if there's a definite concern that he or she may have an eating disorder. Do not buy into the belief that thinness equals better performance. Some do worse with lower body fat. Be aware of the athlete's desire or the dancer's desire to please the team, the coach, the teacher, the choreographer, and to perform. Change the belief that a dancer or an athlete should win at all costs. Do not allow dancers or athletes to participate in activity if injured. Put a dancer or athlete who is losing weight on a contract. Be in contact with the outside treatment team. If you have concerns about a dancer or athlete, seek help from a professional. Be familiar with the warning signs of eating disorders. 
And also be aware of the relative energy deficiency syndrome, formerly known as the female athlete triad. Teach young dancers and athletes that healthy eating habits can enhance their sports performance. Unhealthy eating habits can adversely affect sports performance. Do not use body weight as a measure of athletic performance. Emphasize strength, stamina, health, and self-confidence. Give positive reinforcement. Important that athletes and dancers have balance in their life. Time for themselves, their family, friends, and having fun. If you have to weigh the student or dancer, please be sure to do a blind weight with their back to the scale. Some of the cognitive distortions that can accompany exercise addiction, dichotomous thinking, or we like to call it black and white thinking. If I don't run, I can't eat. And if I'm not moving, I'm not doing anything. Another Cognitive distortion may be selective abstraction. If I'm winning races, I must be fine. I feel great when I exercise, so if I exercise, I'll never feel depressed. Overgeneralization. Like my mom, people who don't exercise are fat. Sitting down means that you are lazy. Or a magnification. If I don't exercise, my life will be over. If I don't work out today, I'll get fat. A personalization would be people are looking at me because I'm out of shape. People admire people who exercise. And discounting is my doctor tells me not to run or dance, but she's flabby, so I don't want to listen to her. Some therapeutic interventions that I use with dancers or athletes is trying to decrease the length of time spent exercising This may be in small increments. Also changing the type of exercise, possibly doing yoga or change running to walking. We can also decrease the number of days that they're exercising. So and add one day of rest, which is really important. Setting and reaching a weight goal before exercise is continued. Stopping the exercise altogether for a period of time so that the athlete or dancer learns that they can be okay without exercise and learning to trust their body. As always, it's really important that you're seeing someone who understands the intricacies of exercise addiction as well as eating disorders and especially working with dancers and athletes. It's a specialty and they need to understand. Thank you for listening to the Too Too Thin podcast. As always, you can reach me through my website at dawntheodore.com or at my book website, which is tututhin.com. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.